0: is going on listeners this is your boy ronnie gatry the emotional one coming at you with a quarantined version of the tipping point and i know by now um all of our listeners are probably thinking where is the co-host that i personally love to hate caesar walker don't worry he is online walker you there love to the hate yeah dude you know what it is
1: They hate me? It looks like you're the one getting out of hate.
0: I said personally the one that I love to hate.
1: Personally, you love to hate. gotcha. Yeah, Semantics here. Well, he is I and I is him. How are you, bro? (laughs) Man,
0: uh, doing well, man. Uh, All things considered. How about yourself?
1: Hey, man, I'm just over here following instructions. Uh, They've (laughs) shut down what? They've almost shut down the state. Um, I think they've categorized it into essential versus non-essential and everyone else is encouraged to stay home as much as possible right right so that is why we're recording like this y'all so uh yeah um it's been an interesting what we're two weeks i've been at home two weeks has it been two weeks for you almost uh, it
0: feels like it's been two years
1: <laughs> <laughs> is wife you at
0: home now um some i guess i mean she's been doing uh half days so on um, that that has provided a uh, limited level of relief so um
1: does dental work fall into essential
0: it does so uh a, with her they've been instructed to only see emergency patients so essentially mm. when they call in they're they're performing a level of triage and um she she ultimately makes a call on if it's a true emergency or for something that can wait
1: let me ask you this: Where do they draw the line in terms of what's an emergency that's and what's not?
0: A, that's a really good question, Walker. <laughs> um, I've I've asked that, that
1: can be a really big gray area, right? You know what I'm right.
0: So I've asked her that question um, several different ways, and I've gotten several different answers. So um, <laughs> can I give you my personal thought? Go for it. We're we're gonna see enough emergencies. I got air quotes up here. Uh, to ensure that we keep the lights on.
1: <laughs> My teeth are really gritty. Come yeah, on in. Come
0: on in. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, You'd love it because it's highly nuanced. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is funny.
1: I actually heard that, too.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> but, yeah, man, um you know, I, I i kinda found myself in the space last week to where I was just like, man, you know, this it is this life, you know? And you know, I had to kind of kind of talk myself off the ledge a little bit and just realize, you know, hey, I I am trying to get a lot done um in a in a really short amount of time with the with two very young individuals. But uh it could be a lot worse, you know. So um that yeah, that did. perspective kind of kind of landed on my psyche about uh, Thursday of last week because I mean Walker, when I tell you after Wednesday, I was just like, you know, I don't know if I'm built for this. I mean, those are those are real emotions I dealt with. So
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, everyone is in their everyone is in their own bubble, coping with it as best they can. But bro, um you haven't hit me with any any bombshells. Like you still got your job, right?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, um, as a uh, I, I know i know for a fact after a, a, a meeting we had on friday that um oh goodness it's the end of march but <laughs> for march i'm good for april things may get a little shaky so but I, i've already mentally prepared for the worst so um you know whatevs
1: okay keep us posted man keep okay us posted, absolutely man. Um, i know you're good There are people who I'm concerned about, Um, people like my barber, other people um, who, you know, they make their money like they have, they literally see their money coming in. You know what I mean? As they're performing services or whatever, sales or what have you. Um, Talked to my homeboy last week and uh, their company has 18,000 employees across the nation and they furloughed a lot of them as of oh, wow. last week he still has a job but but is only making 40 percent of what he was previously making wow um
0: just so even nothing, if you though, still have
1: but... right but but it still is it, it's, it's a change so there's right. a lot of people going through that right now man so it I'm not even thinking about me at this point bro like I'm thinking about a lot of other people um that I can help out or just just keeping my thoughts and prayers because even if you don't have COVID 19, if you haven't tested positive for it, you're being infected in another way. Um, right. So, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's really tough to be selfish right now, bro. So, yeah, I'm just thinking about people. I'm also thinking about, I couldn't imagine, man, being a high school senior right now.
0: Man, come on, man. Bring it. Like,
1: away, I couldn't imagine, like, because you got to, I don't know about you. I didn't take, Uh, school all that seriously like I I went through the motions and still landed a 3.5 wow I just went through the motions I didn't take it now I I took school seriously when I got to college because of course that's a whole different animal sure but in high school bro like high school your senior year you're thinking about all this stuff like are we going to do it bigger than the previous year right that was always the class (laughs) monster like we're going to do it bigger and better (laughs) And now you're not doing nothing.
0: Ugh,
1: you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, but, but everyone's going to remember your year. True. True. So I just I don't know what it's like to to not have prom, not even have a graduation for real, right? Because it's something it's something about it's something about walking across the stage and all your family there. And you really have left something you've known for like almost your entire life. Yeah, you not even had that experience. That's just going to be so weird for them.
0: Absolutely, and just I guess thinking about it, you know, I was I was seventeen when I graduated high school, and, and kind of like you to yeah. a degree, I was I was somewhat nonchalant about the whole thing, even the ceremony, because it was just like, kind of to your point, um, you know, I was a little anxious to get out and just to see what was next after that but um there i guess i guess getting older um you look back and you appreciate those moments like you said with the family and seeing you know the 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 pride that your parents uh and other family members had and makes you appreciate it more so considering that i just i can't i can't even fathom what these high school seniors are going through right now
1: yeah man and I ran into uh, I ran into one of our listeners because uh, we went to the store this morning, my wife and I, and ran into one of our listeners this morning, and uh, he says he loves the podcast.
0: Oh, thanks, man! And, Whoever uh, you is,
1: <laughs> yeah, don't think you know him. Okay, don't think you know him. I'll I'll give you his name afterwards it's not like I told him I was going to shout him out. Gotcha. But uh, he was in town for a funeral,
0: uh-huh. and
1: he was saying that that was the weirdest, the most. Strangest funeral he's ever been, oh, been to, right? Because if ever there was an opportunity to get up close and violate the six feet rule uh, between two people at the funeral, right? Right. So, you know, in the family tent where, you know, at the burial site where you have the family tent.
0: Yeah, the green tent. Yeah. Only,
1: yeah, only five people were up under there. And everyone else was standing outside six feet apart from each other.
0: Oh, they were mandating that?
1: Uh, yeah I do wow. okay. Yeah I mean you know You, you have to take people's health into account I would imagine True. So he was just saying how This is weird because normally Your emotions are still Running high like you're still sad You're still going through all that But I can't really comfort you Because I have to consider Your your preference And your health at the same time right. Some people just don't want you up on them You know so It's just weird like again we was in a store saw somebody we knew and uh i got it down to a science now i stick my elbow out hey let me let's let's dab elbows isn't that
0: crazy how normal and my wife was home.
1: like i almost hugged such and such but i had to remember oh yeah we can't do that yeah so everything we've instinctively done when we meet people like we can't do like we're we're it's teaching us to just be truly we're practicing social distance. yeah it's, it's just week. weird. It is weird how normal things that we just don't even think about have been impacted. Right. So, I don't know, bro. I don't know how much longer you know you, you your boy Trump wants to uh, get everyone back to work in about a week. That's oh, goodness. <laughs> goodness
0: gracious, man.
1: Bro, listen. I want to have a I want to have a conversation with a Trump supporter. Like I really like not an argument. I want to have a real conversation with a Trump supporter. Okay. Because here's what I want to know. I want to know, I want to not so much argue, but I want to test their commitment to this guy. Mm. Because, you know, sometimes we have this thing to where it's almost like we treat people like family. Like I can talk about you behind the scenes, you know what i mean amongst other family, but when we get out in public i'm a refuge to, to, to no end right? right i'm trying to figure out how did trump become family with so many people in the south and across the country to where they can't be outspoken against how ridiculous this guy sounds at times Man. or is it just me
0: no um definitely not just you uh you know you and you made me think of you uh you, you've heard of Trevor Noah, obviously, but he he had some sure. he had some clips, some video clips, of a lot of the remarks from Trump, and I was just I was I was listening to these, and I'm just like, man, is this man like even like because because to me it's deep. I, to, to me, I, I I see I see early signs of dementia. You know, there there were simple things that he wasn't able uh-huh. to comprehend, and simple terms that he wasn't able to enunciate. And so I'm just like, right. man, what? I, I think I think with him, it's something deeper than him just not being properly educated. You know what I'm
1: saying? I, I guess, man. I, I guess, but to me, it's also too, also too. You know what you're dealing with is that certain people get to a certain, they're in a certain class and they have a certain age. They just don't care no more, yeah, bro.
0: And they, they feel like they can say whatever they
1: want to. They can say whatever they want to, whatever they want to, how they want to. And he, to me, he seems like an embodiment of that. Like, Mm -hmm. if that's what it is, whatever, I'm saying what I want to. And who's, who's, who's checking him? Who's going to check him? Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's it's worked so far. So to me, there's no incentive for him to even learn, learn the lingo be articulate when he's in and when he's engaging the press none of that but to me i'm just like you know it's funny i i feel that obama was a good president but that doesn't stop me from being critical of him Ah, uh, yeah even publicly so i'm just wondering like if you are a staunch trump supporter what are things that you're willing to say publicly that, you know what, I didn't really agree with that. This is not to say that you gotta ride with, you know, you can't you can't support Trump, Trump you can't do anything, you know what I mean that's not to say that, but what I am saying is like, at what point do you say, bruh, you tripped"? Right, right because my thing is, is if we if if the number of if the number of cases of people testing positive and deaths are still growing in our country dude what what makes you think we're ready to start going back to work as a nation and start acting as though everything is normal right i don't see it bro and and my thing is is that you know in birmingham we're up to what what's the number have you seen the numbers lately i haven't seen us the to...
0: latest numbers I, i've been trying to stay away from it because it's so state? depressing
1: uh, last I checked and it was maybe a day or so ago, we had got up to like, maybe almost like five, 600 cases or something like that. Okay. And I think we'd had like three deaths. Yeah. In our state. Um, it could be more now, but the reason why the numbers are, are escalating is because people are getting tested. Oh, right. And you know, there was always a limitation on, on, you know, tests that were available to perform on people. So you got a lot of people walking around who may be infected and don't know it. Mm-hmm so i don't i just don't understand how that makes sense and how you you don't start another outbreak by sending people back to work who may or may not be infected you don't know that so you're just you're just you're taking the no news is good news approach with this virus and that is not a good look so well, well, i just I, I,
0: go ahead well let, let me ask you and, I, and this may be unfair but um and and being honest am i critical of his optimism in this regard absolutely but one question i had to ask myself was well what would i do like what's a better what's a better alternative you know because i i think somewhere buried in that message is he's trying to instill a sense of hope to the american people and so and i don't i don't know if that's if that if that thought is factual, or not. I just, I just kind of have to try to believe that when I hear stuff like this, because, I mean, he's aware of the impact it's having, if not, if you know, from an economic standpoint, but from a, you know, personal mental mental health perspective. So maybe trying to produce some good news. Maybe again, again, I'm not, I'm not, not crazy about what he said, but I'm just trying to make some type of sense of it. But I mean, would you? How how would you feel about that thought of maybe of of him trying to instill some hope?
1: Well, my thing is this: again, we're talking about communicating his communication skills, right? Um, I just don't think that I don't think that's the way to go about it because you're 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 being—it's almost like you're in denial Mm. about what's really happening in the nation. Okay, you can be positive and project hope. Yet be very aware of what's going on. Right, right. Of course, I think most of us know that that our country will continue to move on. That eventually, we'll. I mean, again, the biggest sign of hope we have is just looking at what's happened in China. Right.
0: Right. From all
1: all accounts, it appears though they have the virus contained. They lifted some restrictions. I mean, that looks promising in terms of. In terms of where we go from here, is just that China shut down the entire country in order to do so to get to that point. Right. Um, I feel as though I feel as though with Trump, I just don't think that he's being he comes off as disingenuous and not even sensitive to what's actually happening. And to me, I think there's a fine line between being optimistic and insensitive. You have to acknowledge that things are challenging people are in dire straits, but the government is working to make sure people have of course the stimulus bill which we'll talk about in a minute Um, also making sure we have adequate uh, testing available uh, so people can get tested make sure we pray you know I mean do these things and we will get better but to say hey we're going back to I expect us back to work in a week or two I don't necessarily feel hopeful okay just my point, just just my opinion. I don't feel hopeful by that, just throwing it out there in the vacuum in light of all that's going on. Like, I'm constantly seeing the numbers grow in our state as well as around the nation, but we're going back to work in a week? Okay.
0: Yeah, and I I guess the the saddening part about that is you've got... You got not only staunch supporters, but you know, people who are at their wits' end with this quarantine situation who have circled the Monday after Easter as or is it is that good Monday technically?
1: Uh <laughs> no, it's good Friday. It's good Friday. No,
0: Forgive me. It's good Friday. Okay, okay. Um, but no, but no. People <laughs> have circled Monday. that day and they're like, this is when we get back to normal. So like, if anything, I'm more concerned about those people who have mentally um, you know, <laughs> made that made that emotional real estate to thinking into thinking that, you know, he, here's when we get back to normal when reality is it's yeah, you're right. I mean that's that's probably a little too premature realistically considering the stats that we've been exposed to. So
1: yeah, I just Yeah, like when I hear people like Slim Thug talk about how he set the positive and showed hardly any fine. Like he wore gloves and a mask and everywhere he went and still tested positive for it. Like, to me, yeah, that a lot, there is a lot of fear to your point, Jeff. I think there is a lot of fear out there because people don't know, okay, we're starting to wrap our minds about how you can contract this and you do as much as you can to ensure that you don't contract it. But, for the most part, like I, I don't I don't feel as though I don't feel as though acting as though this will be over in two weeks and we're showing no signs of it being over in two weeks. To me that, that just sounds disingenuous. Right. To me. Um so yeah, man, I, I just I don't know, man. I, I think I think I'm concerned about I'm concerned about that because, you know, you have a lot of older people. I mean, you work with people who are older who are still working. Like, do you really want to subject them to possibly, you know, contracting this virus? Like, Mm -hmm. I I just think we have to be more sensitive to people and and make, I understand, you know, your concern is for the American economy and, and making sure that that remains as strong as it possibly can be. But you have to make people's health and well-being a priority because if everyone is sick, you don't have an economy. Period. That's true. So you have you, you have to you have to prioritize properly what's more important and and make decisions based off of that. Right. That is just my opinion. But well, I guess anyway,
0: we'll, I guess we'll see. We'll wait and see what happens. I mean, who
1: knows? Hey, do you think they move? Uh, do you think they move uh, Easter back? Because I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Easter be pop. Yeah. Easter are you, be pop see
0: I can't see you right now so I don't know if you if you're being for real or not
1: i, I asked my wife it's, that i was like you think they're gonna move easter back <laughs> are you mean to tell me we're going to cancel Easter
0: it's i mean goodness as bad as that sounds man you and, gotta and, move that back bro know, but but easter easter's never canceled though maybe it's celebrated differently but because I mean think about it i mean
1: when I say cancel I mean postpone like we have to move it to, to may or june think about it man like that's a super bowl of sunday
0: true true and i see what you did there um i I don't i don't know i don't know i just i I guess i've gotten a little too liberal (laughs) with with my spirituality and i'm thinking does it does it matter that much if you're still celebrating the things you should on easter or does it have to encompass a full day of active corporate worship and prayer
1: hey man some people didn't buy their Sunday's best for no reason man they gotta
0: I'm, wear it and I, i'm i with that and and, and walker I, this, this this sounds bad but i could be honest about this since uh the trip has obviously been canceled but we were planning to be at disney for easter so i mean <laughs> you know my yeah yeah my and I, I mean we we and i gotta applaud my wife on this because my, my only concern with that was like you know we're gonna have to either like visit a church there in, in Orlando on Easter Sunday. We're gonna have to do something like I'm not gonna feel good about like being spinning around a teacup on on Easter Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Not without at least getting some form of worship on. You know, but um but yeah. Did y'all know
1: this will so, be Easter? Did
0: y'all find yeah, that out? Yeah. Oh, dude, we we uh, we started planning this like November of last year, and um, you know we we're just we're at that point, especially in YG's life, to where We've got to kind of plan our stuff. If it's going to be during the school year, we got to plan it around, you know, his school calendar. And the only reason we chose that weekend is because he had that Friday. They're going to be off that Friday and that Monday. So, um mm-hmm. so yeah. So it was just, you know, there's one thing I was kind of adamant about. Like, yeah, I don't mind going, but you know, we 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 have to do something for Easter, you know, in some way, shape, or form. So, and we 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 had already started the process of trying to see what that would look like, but you know. You know, as of now, I mean, we canceled everything, so I mean, we don't have to worry about that. But, but I guess for me, what it did was it opened up the possibility of experiencing Easter in a non-traditional fashion, which I don't, I don't really see an issue
1: with. Mm.
0: That's just me, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just know how much because you got to think about you got to think about when churches are most full or when people really flock. It's the first of the year, right? It's Mother's Day right. and Easter. Yeah. Um, you can argue maybe Christmas. But I thought Christmas uh, in there so,
0: Christmas is is, is in that strong. Yeah.
1: It's a it's a big one. Right. So to me I think those are big days for churches. Right. You know, those are the most traffic people are giving. Like a lot of these churches and I, I can only imagine churches who who don't have the capacity to like live stream the services. Like right. what are they doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? We talk about small businesses, but my goodness, like you have churches that are barely keeping the lights on. Like what are, how are they getting by? Well, right. You know, and I if guess no I one's could, there to drop money. In the bucket.
0: What? Well, and that, that's a concern. Lo- logistics of that because, because <laughs> I guess being technically sound, my first thought is well, you know, um you you can always do a cash app you know for for uh for your church but you're you're doing that based on the assumption everybody knows how to use it how how to how to get cash App, which is a here especially here in alabama especially when you travel out to the rural areas that's that's more and more far-fetched right but um right. but one thing i like that i've been seeing with uh, a lot of smaller churches and in kind of remote areas In Alabama, is they've they've leaned on Facebook Live to hold their services, and it's just like, you know, Facebook is something that everyone to some degree knows how to use. So, so you know, your more sophisticated churches have these robust um, solutions for that, but you can really localize it down to you know an iPhone connected to a charger streaming Facebook Live and still get your message out, which I think is pretty amazing yeah
1: so yeah the, the, and
0: I, I guess I need to be a little more <laughs>
1: I, my my thing is even with that though is just that yeah, you can still throw out wide services, but those people still need financial support. true. and what's what to me in terms of converting that into financial support, does that really work or are you just getting your message out? Uh, which is important. Mean which is important you need that but in all it all it goes both ways as well like you still need support to continue to get that message out you're right so that's that's my concern is 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 you know depending on how long we're doing this i'm a support they continue to get bro and that that i don't i don't have the answer for gotcha i know i know a lot of people have been um in terms of, I don't know what it what I think utility companies, they still require payment on some things because you're still using certain, you know, right. utilities and whatnot. I don't know how that works with uh, churches, nonprofits, the whole nine.
0: I, I just feel like, I mean, you know, I looked at my water bill uh, that I paid last week and, you know, I just see the notice on there, just how they're saying, we're not going to disconnect any water during this, this period of time. So um, I really think the utility companies are being a little understanding. And Walker, I don't know if you've looked at your power bill, but I looked at our most recent one, and I'm and I'm thinking, and I didn't see any notice on there, but I was like, um, Alabama Power, y'all are y'all are giving blessings out because this is significantly lower <laughs> than what it what it usually is for this month. And um, I know we've been at home more often, and we probably consume more power than what this uh, this bill reflects. So. Uh, to to your point, I, I really feel like across the across the board, I think everybody, including companies, understand they get it, and um, I think in terms of utilities, I think they're giving people a little more leeway. I I just, I just feel that I and, and I've, I've got one and a half examples to prove that, but it's just my thought because just like it, no one no one could have ever anticipated this, so it's just like. Sure you know sure. how, how sure. and i mean someone like the power company is just like you 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 really you're really at, at at their mercy really because just like what what you gonna do go get power from somebody else you know so right so th- they really have the option to do whatever they want with you but um who knows maybe just a glitch in billing i you know in the in the decades i've been paying for power but not decades but uh not decades plural but in the in the long amount of time i've been pay- paying power bill they've usually been pretty dead on in terms of usage okay. and billing for said usage so i don't know i was just i was really shocked to see it significantly lower so i don't know okay um, well,
1: we'll, well we'll see we'll see as
0: time goes on walker i thought about you on friday um in why it, friday uh because i had a cultural experience that um I really want you to speak some light to and, and, and I'm going to open the door for judgment here. Uh, so, so, uh, my, the my, my barber, not my barber, excuse me, my son's plural barber, uh, sent out, sent out a note, sent out an email to all of his clients saying, Hey, Kate Ivy has, um, has delivered this message that, you know, non-essential businesses, including barbershops, um, are set to close, uh, effective Friday 5 p.m., right? And so um I had already had a haircut scheduled for YG for Saturday. So um I was just kind of, I kind of had my fingers crossed and holding on that we can make it through that to get him a cut. But um long story short, you know, I, I was able to contact him and um you know, he, he was like, hey man, uh, bring YG, actually bring both of the boys because I don't know when they'll be able to get a haircut again. And I was just like, oh wow, crazy. Okay, so so I kind of drop everything and I round them up and I get them to the shop, and and Walker, I get there and th- this thought hits me and I'm and and I'm just you 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 know me well enough to know by now like when I'm in situations I'm there but I'm but but you know some thoughts enter my head so so in in that moment my youngest son is in the chair getting his haircut and and, and I'm thinking about everything I dropped to get him to the barber shop and I'm like. Is this a cultural thing? Like, because to me, it was almost like emergency level. <laughs> like, heaven forbid, you know, we be quarantined for three more weeks and their hair is not <laughs> under control. And I'm like, 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 and they came out crispy, of course. I mean, my barber does a good job with them, but I'm just like, does this really matter at the end of the day? <laughs>
1: do what you not having anywhere to go no it don't okay <laughs> it really don't um uh, unless unless you got a quarantine bay,
0: <laughs> which yeah, my, my six-year-old and two-year-old respectively do not have
1: but <laughs> that's what i'm saying like for kids it don't even matter but right. i'm just saying like if you if you expect if you got your 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 uh, quarantine and pill snack and you expect then you expected some company over to kick it I can see you having a prison line for that. You right. know what I mean for the first week or so, but yeah, bro. Another month from now, we all going to be looking home, right? And I was just like,
0: and, and you know, and I was uh, I was talking to my wife about it, and she was just like, huge um proponent of this, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Ronnie, dude, you got to just, just please go get them get the haircuts. And I'm just like, oh wow. And, and Walker, even today, I went out. went out this morning to uh to went to Publix and Trader Joe's. And uh, I remember uh-huh. see, I remember seeing this guy in Publix. Um, he had on he had on these gloves that came up like literally to his elbows. And he had <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not jo- I'm not joking, man. He, he was cov- he was covered, man. And he had this he had this weird contraption that was kind of like if you could you, you, you know, the hoodie Mello reference. Right. So imagine yeah. Mello's hoodie where it's kind of kind of form fitting to his head but then like, right. but then like a flu mask kind of built into that, covering like his nose and everything. Wow. So, so yeah, so yeah, he, he's got, he's got all this on. And as soon as, and it's so bad, but as soon as he like ex- exits Publix, he pulls like the head part off, but he's still got the face mask part going on. And when he pulled it off, what I saw was like a fresh cut. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about what the, what the part, crispy line and everything and I'm thinking dude this is a little uh, hypocritical here (laughs) because you had the presence of mind because I know this dude went to the shop yesterday I know he did I know this dude was at the shop last night I know he's getting all cut up but then you want to come into Publix and you want to act like you know (laughs) you can't let any germs
1: get at you like that I just I just didn't get
0: it you know but anyway um
1: so you let a guy put his uh Essentially, COVID and uh, affected clippers onto your face, and cut your hair, and touch you, and get violate like the six feet. But then you go into public, and then no one can get close to you, right? Basically, and and, gotcha. and,
0: and on seeing him, I was thinking like, this is definitely cultural. Like the ha- the haircut is deemed essential for us.
1: <laughs> so so listeners, like Gatsby, um, likes to toe the company line and not be uh, controversial at times. So when you say cultural you mean black, yeah. right?
0: Okay. Well, if you want to you want to put it that way, yeah, sure.
1: Goodness gracious. No, I, I've seen I've seen a few. I mean, with my co-workers, I've seen a few white people was like glad they got their hair done before uh, salons and shops closed. So wow. they 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 take it seriously too. Okay. okay, I know we get our hair cut more often than they do. Sure. So yeah, it's a really big deal for us. But yeah, it, it's a lot of people was like, yeah, I'm glad I I'm glad I just got my hair done. <laughs> bro i'm i'm fixing to start uh i'm gonna start uh playing bob marley around the house my hair's gonna look my hair's wrapped up Dude. like i really am gonna go the whole roster route
0: <laughs> what choice do you have i'm not really? getting the
1: edge up you now
0: i said what choice do you have really
1: none yeah none so yeah i'm i'm going to be looking now my wife is like, she just told me today, she's like I gotta make sure uh, your locks because I haven't done nothing to my hair since I've been at the house. Wow. For I mean, what for? But my wife is like, I need to make sure your hair is like your locks is starting to stick to each other. So, uh, okay. Now, nah, dude, it's it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. I've seen a few memes of like how cat's hair is gonna be looking like. post <laughs> I've seen. I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna be looking terrible, bro. It, it, like
0: it makes me to a degree. Happy for the barbers out there because you know once we get on the other side of this, they're going to see oh, yeah, gonna be doing business. Really good, and and you it's going to
1: be it's going to be classic. It's going to be weekend. It's going to be the day before classic, day before Christmas, the day before Easter. All those weekends rolled up into one gonna weekend. Be when everyone goes back. Yeah, they're going to be oh,
0: yeah. And I mean, it's going to be crazy. Part of me is thinking like, you know, okay, well, how are they going to make it uh, due due to the time being? At least those barbers who are respecting the orders. Um. Yeah, I'm concerned about that, but I I just got so much more faith on the other side of this, just how, how well these guys are gonna do. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm I'm actually make, send one of my barbers some money anyway, just like I normally would. Yeah, man. That's, uh, just to make
0: sure he mixed make, make sure he's straight. That's a that's a solid move, man. I I, I yeah. was I was thinking about that um with our barber too uh before we had before we rushed him in there, but um. You know, I, I I end up tipping more than I usually do just because you know I just can kind of sense what this, what this man's about to go through. So and he, he right. always shows love to my boys, and you know, if you loving on my boys, that's a weight to my heart. So yeah,
1: bit bit. All right, bro. What else we got, man? Um, in
0: terms of in terms of COVID thoughts. That's all I got right now.
1: I think we touched everything. Right, the stimulus bill got passed like, officially. Got passed this past Friday. Um. I think what single people making under seventy five K will receive twelve hundred households uh, or married couples will receive twenty four hundred who make up to one fifty and I think an additional five hundred per child or something like that. Okay. That, so, that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, that's it'd be interesting to see, you know, how soon we get those in a few weeks or whatnot. So
0: well, and It'll I'm, I'm not dude. trying to stunt by any means, but I mean the reality is um, we don't expect to get anything just just where we are right now, and that you know that's fine. I'm not complaining about that, but um, yeah. you know I found myself in a spirited uh, debate about this stimulus uh, plan with some of my uh, close friends, and um, you know there was a contingent of them who were not happy with this. And so, so, Walker, I'm, I'm going to just bring you in because I want to get your, your viewpoints on this. But um, it seems like the focus that they had was on what the big businesses or big corporations were getting out of the stimulus. And, you know, honestly, you, you know, like I've like I've said on this podcast before many times, Um, you know, I'm 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 one to stir the pot in this in this group chat. So, um, (laughs) my my question, and it it was it was genuine, was you know, yeah, okay. There's clearly an allotment of funds for corporations and big business in this, but it are we putting enough emphasis on the fact that the government is doing something for the people? And um, when I tell you, Walker, I just got steamrolled once I put that out there. And, you know, I heard everything from, you know, this isn't enough. And um, what are people in New York going to do with $1,200? You know, like you can't even, you know, you can't even catch the train for $1,200. You know, so, um, you know, exaggerations, of course. But to, in your in your opinion, do you think enough was done for the American people?
1: I mean it's hard to say because we just don't know how we don't know if we're at the end of this or not okay if this goes on another two months there's no way in the world $1,200 helps people you know what I mean right so I, I don't I don't I don't know and again I again I understand why the president is really pushing for things to get back to normal in another week or two because I don't know if we can just pass a whole, another $2 trillion million stimulus in another month or so. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I understand, like, we're, the, the country is doing what it can because you have people all over affected by it financially and, and professionally and whatnot. But I don't... I, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I know it's not enough. It's probably the best that they could do. But I'll be honest with you, bro you have a Republican president in office you have a Republican dominated Senate um of course they're going to bail out the big companies. like why are we like why are we you know what I mean it's almost kind of like the whole when when it's it's about the whole impeachment process no one was surprised when when the Senate we got to the Senate and it didn't it didn't (laughs) go through right? right right So it's kind of like this: like uh, uh, this is they're going to take care of these big corporations and these big companies. I mean, of course. I mean, you, it's just kind of it's kind of like how the whole it's kind of like how the whole you know major bodies of, of, of government are currently structured and who's dominating what and whoever dominates, they're gonna they're gonna take care of those who they made deals with. So it, it is what it is. It just is what it is, and is. I agree. It's not enough. It's something, you All know. Right. To your point, I think you make a, you make a, a fair point. It's something they could do nothing, but I think in this point, in this at this juncture, the government has to do something.
0: Well, it, like their
1: hands are forced.
0: Well, here's my thing, Walker, and I'm not here to play political sides or, or whatever. But when I'm forced to make sense of the um the amount allotted for big business i just i think about it like kind of like like we're talking about before it's to some degree kind of expected for for the um creditors to allow some leeway to those who who may be owing money in these times well they've got expenses of their own and so i guess i guess an idealist idealistic thought Or an idealistic approach is, okay, well, that, you know, that burden is going to have to be passed to somebody and who's at the end of the line for that. And that's essentially the big corporations who still have to employ people who still have to keep their lights on. So, you know, that, that's kind of the way I view it. So, so it, in, in that, considering that thought, it kind of, it kind of erodes some of the bad intentions that maybe the American people think when they look at that amount, that was allotted to big business.
1: Listen, somebody has to work for these big corporations. Right. And if you got these big corporate, like again, I was telling you about one of my homeboys that for his company, they furloughed a whole bunch of, they furloughed a whole bunch of employees just to keep their head above water. Right. Right. And my coworker, I mean my homeboy, was like, you know, he told he told his boss, like, listen, if you were paying me nothing, that tells me that we we have nothing coming in to pay, mm-hmm. right? Right. So the fact that there is money floating around means you can still pay certain people, but at a reduced rate. That means that if companies are laying people off, that means they have very little coming in. If they have very little coming in. They don't survive. Right. So. For the sake of the economy, yes, you do have to kind of bail out these big companies. So again, I, d- I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's an apple. I think it's an apples to oranges comparison to what happened in 2008. Right? Sure, sure, You had there was a there was something else. There was other factors that caused the economy to kind of take a dip. That was more right? self
0: inflicted, if we're being honest.
1: It about was it. more self inflicted. Yeah. So I can understand. I can understand how people side-eyed the government for bailing out a lot of corporations that were guilty of causing that issue i think this is a little different right right this is this is something outside of our control that has just impacted us in a major way so that's why i i i I, kind of lean on your side yes i don't know i don't know i don't think it's enough for the people but at the same time, this is the largest, most historic stimulus ever passed. Right. So how much? How much can you do right. as a government? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I I, I put it to this way: I just think it's a bad situation. You know? Yeah. I think it's all a around, bad situation all around. All around. Like I don't. I don't think there is a solution that doesn't cause other issues or can't be scrutinized in any way. Like right. we're, there's no there's no perfect solution to this and I don't think you can put a price tag on what it takes for the average American to survive absolutely
0: Um, I'll tell you this though Walker there was one point in the argument that was made uh, in the opposing argument that I really couldn't I couldn't really defend or really couldn't go against and uh, the comment was made like can you take a minute and imagine Amazon getting a piece of this money allotted for big business and i was just like right Oof. now that, that one stung me because you know amazon's thriving right now obviously um right and i'm just like so they're probably gonna see record numbers this year and they're still gonna get a piece of the pie like i don't know, think they should i don't think they should either but you know the the, the argument that was made was the that he doesn't believe in what he's read, and this is a guy who will come through every syllable of every document released on this. But he said there's there's no verbiage that states companies making X amount are um are omitted from this funding or this this loan or whatever
1: they're calling it. And Bro, so,
0: listen, let me tell you
1: something. Let me tell you something. Politics works on grid quote, pearl quote. True. I think I said that right. Quick pro quo. Basically, you do something for me. I got you. I'll do something for you. Right. right? It's the reason why when you have I mean, we're we're in a we're in an election year right now and you have a lot of big corporations who line up to support certain people. That money ain't free homeboy. Yeah, you're right. That money ain't free. That money that that is basically that is basically a, a down payment for a huge favor I'ma need later on. And so if Amazon is is doing making some deals, endorsing, getting behind certain people, I don't know necessarily what their political their politics are or who they support. I mean, I can imagine. But if that's true, then fam, you better believe they get next. That mm-hmm. That's just politics at the end of the day. That's true. It's money. It's about money. It's not really necessarily about goodwill. If it was goodwill, you wouldn't see all these big corporations donating like they are to these uh, these politicians to run for office. That's true. They need them. I scratch your back, you scratch mine what I need. You. That's just <laughs> yeah. politics, bro. Yeah. That is politics. So, I don't I don't think it's right. I think yes, I think from an ethical standpoint it's not cool. But bro, this has been going on for years. True. It's been really years, bro. Yeah. yeah, man, money talks. So, absolutely, you can expect Amazon to be getting some love out of that. Absolutely, and they, and they, based on how much they've given and donated and deals they've made, politicians, you, you better believe they expect to see some money.
0: Goodness, regardless of how their company's performing.
1: Re freaking garlic, That's, because man, I gave that blows you money. My mind.
0: That blows my mind.
1: Yeah, man. So, no, that's just politics. That's just, that's just, that's a game. That okay. is just a game. And we can get mad about it. We ain't got to like it. We're not or we yet. could, well, you can learn to play ball. There you go. So, mm.
0: well, um, what else, man? Yeah, um, did you have any other thoughts on the stimulus? That That was pretty much all I had.
1: Uh, that's all I got, dude. Okay. That's all okay. I um, I'm all talked out about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I've been watching the stock market and seeing what it's been doing so anything
0: nothing, worthy nothing of, really. okay
1: okay <laughs> Listen, to say, anything, anything worthy of sharing it's a, it's a good it's a good time to be in, it's a good time to invest if you got
0: it yeah okay yeah i've been doing a lot of that and, yeah it's
1: a good time to invest if you got it yeah but uh no that's all i got bro cool
0: um, so you want to
1: get into uh Dort? yeah why not
0: that's usually what we do at this juncture so let's go for it
1: which is discuss the trash uh you got all the topics but i've got nothing outside because nothing else is going on um let's do this let's let's just do it in. this just, just do two categories okay okay new music discuss the trash discuss what's new
0: um uh P- pnd i got to start with him because my OVO connections but um, P Have you listened to his
1: record yet? I have. His album,
0: yeah. After you trashed me on Friday, I made a point to listen to it. Um, yeah, I
1: pulled your OBO card. Yeah, you I, did. I was getting ready to revoke your OBO card.
0: That stung a little bit, so I was like, "Man, he." As much as I hate to admit, he's right. So let me go ahead and peep this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, to, the, to the to the to the listeners, give you a little bit of backstory of why I was so uh, reluctant to listen. Is um in, in that same group uh, of, of friends of mine that I was talking about. There was one homeboy in particular, I really respect his um, his musical acumen, if you will. And um, he said there was nothing much to be excited about on PND's new record. And um, I'm not gonna say that I agree with him, but I kinda understand. I, uh, I thought this project was um, slightly average. Uh, there, it, it, it's it's not one that i see myself spending next month even so um mm. did you get a chance to listen to a walker
1: yeah yeah okay. I, i've listened to it you know i didn't have any expectations uh when i listened to this album really gotcha so it wasn't as bad it wasn't bad actually okay. it, it wasn't bad at all it is it, it was it was kind of consistent with what you said like I, I don't know as far as the replay value on the album. There was a track or two that I thought was pretty cool. Um, I thought the track with Rihanna was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there was another one on there. No News, I think, was pretty cool. Okay. I wasn't crazy um, about that track, but. You wasn't? Nah. No, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I like Party Sound. I like his sound, but as far as, cause again, I think he falls under that category of an anticipated project. It has been a while since he had released a body of work. Right. right um so yeah i i can i can i see why people say it was underwhelming i just didn't have high expectations not to say that i was expecting it to be bad i just didn't have an expectation i got you so when i heard it i was like oh it's cool i was able to get through you know through it it wasn't like it was bad or terrible but you know i i can see why people were were underwhelmed by it okay yeah, I can see
0: that. Well, um I, I consider this next man to be a um a distant cousin of OVO. Uh, the weekend actually dropped a project. Um I wanna say that didn't come out this past Friday, but the Friday before. Um goodness gracious, I got the I got the information right here. Uh he wanna call it scary hours, but after hours is the name of that project. Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Walker, what do you think about this one, man?
1: Um, I thought this was a cool project. Okay. I thought the weekend. I, I like the '80s nostalgic vibes yes. he was giving out. He, he project. nails that, man. <laughs> Good yeah, goodness. he. Uh, I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. Um, I thought it was a cool album, bro.
0: Yeah, he he. The, the weekend's always been unique, and um, if you're mean, um, kind of. I wouldn't consider myself a like big fan of the weekend, but I do appreciate his work. But one of the constant thoughts I've had to deal with, with him is okay. He's, he's done, he's done well up till now, but how is he going to come with something different? And uh, man, it, I didn't have to ask that question after listening to this one. Cause I'm just like, man, this dude, this dude went in the lab and he just really, really produced some gold, you know? And, I don't know he to to your point that he's got that 80s feel i was reading a review on it and they were just like man if this is not shades of michael jackson which is a reach but you can see where the inspiration lies with the weekend um in that regard i'm just like Man. I've seen a
1: few art. I've seen a couple of other artists reach back to the '80s for their sound. So he's not the first. I mean, of course, I've seen a few other people do it, and it, it's worked with them. Yeah. But I, I like his. I like his rendition. Yeah. Of that '80s sound, so it, it it was it was pretty cool.
0: You know, I was I was really shocked to hear the influence that um, uh, Metro Boomin had on this project. I mean, this this to me was it was not a collaboration that I would ever put together. Um, with these two, but um, Metro came through big time on this project, and I mean, really, really was able. I, I think, because I, you know, I'm really producer focused, but I, I think he was able to to deliver his trademark sound and still, you know, assess and respect what the weekend was going for in that '80s vibe. Which, you know, for Metro, you know, he, he gets he gets labeled as a trap producer, but you know. As he's matured in his career, you've seen him stretch, and you've seen him, you know, get in the studios with the Kanyes of the world, and still pull out really good gems. So uh, I just right. want to shout him out too because he did some work on this project as well.
1: Okay. No, I I, I, uh, I did like the the weekend the weekend's project, and I've never, you know, again. Now that was a project I had. I, I expected that to be well produced. Yes, The Weekend's going to have a bigger budget. He's a bigger artist. Highly like, anticipated me, project he, as well, right? Yeah. So that to me, that, that I, I just I expected more from The Weekend than I did Party, which is why I wouldn't have. I, I personally wouldn't slam Party's album because I already know what The Weekend is working with. You almost mm-hmm. kind of. I almost kind of judge people based on where they are, so to speak. And I know party has Drake he has Rihanna he has he has access to a lot of of talent so don't get me wrong, but I just expected more with the weekend and I got it
0: okay really really hoping that the weekend uh finds his way on Drake's next project whenever that drops but um anyway um been a while
1: say it again. It's been a while. He has yeah. been he has done them with Drake since who love, hasn't
0: he? Right, and then depending on depending on what sources you you deem to be valid. Some people say that there was like kind of a beef between these two. Drake kinda of, I don't know if you heard Drake's war freestyle record that he dropped uh several weeks ago. But, you know, he kinda of addressed it. He was like, Hey y'all, chill out. This guy this guy's still my guy, you know, so and, and hearing hearing that line that Drake dropped it just made me think like i wonder if he's got him in the lab so I guess, I guess we'll see i'll I'll be patient i know that i know that project is coming though so anyway um all right walker don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else I, I i know yeah i know pre-pod we talked about frank ocean dropping um uh yeah i think you mentioned you hadn't listened to that so i guess not not really much to talk about there so anyway
1: nah no, nah, I haven't listened
0: to it yet okay um, I'm not listening to it. walker i i'm gonna I'm gonna show you some love I, I know I sent you a text uh several weeks ago, but um man I've been extremely pleased with the homie d smokes project i mean this is this is a project that Who? d smoke you heard me
1: <laughs> is that third
0: brother yes receive your props right now Walker I'm trying to give them to you and I'm trying to be oh, uh, cordial with it but nah, um, sorry. <laughs> our regular listeners know that Walker, um, Walker, he kind of trashed me for not even considering this project, but uh, I gave it a listen and um, several tracks on there made onto my um, ever evolving playlist. And it's, it's a project that I've gone back to listen to uh, several times since that, you know, I made the decision to go ahead and spin it. So thanks Walker, that, that's a very solid project.
1: Yeah, I thought so too. The replay value was really good on that absolutely Um, yeah yeah uh yeah there's a few tracks on that i was like dang dude like you just see his his talent he's just a talented brother
0: he doesn't he doesn't hide anything he's just coming at you raw and he's like you're gonna get all this work so yeah
1: right right um also i need to um aiko i need to listen to her she released the project like two three weeks ago i did not know that okay yeah so I've heard some of it I've got to go back and listen to it. music is not I've been listening to other things and not a lot of music so Gat usually I'm usually several steps behind Gatry musically um, but I I am aware of her project being released in in recent weeks Um, I think be on the lookout for a big Sean project this year too Okay, Um, I'm ready for one of those Yeah, yeah so that's all I got musically, man. Um, mm-hmm. Do we want to talk streaming, yeah. video? that everyone's that's, at home.
0: In 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 my limited downtime, I've been doing more streaming than I've been doing anything else. So um, yeah, let's get into that.
1: Um, we finished. Well, you encouraged me on last time to actually watch uh, the Madam C.J. Walker. Uh, is it is it a biopic? I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah,
0: it's a biopic uh, called Self Made. Yeah.
1: Self Made. Um,
0: Thought, um, and, you know, I I kind of tiptoed into this before, but this was a stellar production, and and Walker, I've almost watched it twice, and uh, I this is one of those one of those productions that I feel like got better the second time I watched it because you know I wasn't wasn't queuing on you know everything I was just really just trying to go for the meat in the story during the first um, viewing of this, but um, man. I didn't, I hate to say this, but I I, I could synonymize Madam C.J. Walker with uh, the hair care industry, but in terms of the way her story was drawn out in this film or this the series, I should say, was uh, nothing short of great, in my opinion. I mean, just showing the pitfalls and showing the struggles and showing the challenges and so many different social issues are tackled on this thing and walker if i could you know the one of the one of the ones that resonated with me mostly was um uh, blair underwood's character cj walker and um he being a well-established uh figure already and having to deal with his wife ascending um in a business sense and you know sh- showing showing his progression i don't want to spoil it for anyone but showing his progression so showing the, some of the things that he had to deal with this is a character i could resonate with it, obviously because of um, my wife's profession and um I, how my wife's career is gone and walker one one of the biggest things one of the biggest things that i could really look at myself and appreciate about myself was that you know it's okay to support our women when they're doing you know i hate to say doing better than us but you know when they may have achieved more financial success than we have like it's okay and you know i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna continue keeping it honest but a lot of the issues i dealt with i saw being acted out by blair blair underwood's character you know and it was just like yes man i see i see why he feels this way because i've had to go through some of the some similar things now um, one could question he didn't go about uh, you know addressing those issues in a proper way. I mean, I, I don't know how big mental health was back in back in that uh, that period of time, but um, still, it, it I think one one of the one of the ways it it becomes such a great film for me is because to a degree I've lived most of most of that in terms of that character. So um, that's why this
1: that's why this I guess this film really touch you
0: in a way yeah absolutely and just you know and even even looking at my wife and seeing some of the difficulties she had to have you know as she went on to attain attain success i can see a lot of uh lines of correlation with uh madam cj walker and you know and some of the stuff she's had to go through so yeah absolutely this this hit me on uh with several different fever pitches so (laughs) what about you man
1: um, no, I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was really good, just just enlightening about her life. Um, I thought that I know, of course, there was some controversy over the the biopic, as most biopics are. Yeah. In terms of how certain people are are depicted, you know, Addie Monroe, I didn't know was actually a is based on another person. Mm-hmm. Um, that person's name wasn't Addie Monroe. Oh, who was pretty much. Madam C.J. Walker's chief competition. The, the it's based off of a character of a woman named Annie Malone. Oh, um, so the family of Annie Malone has actually been kind of vocal about how she was depicted uh, in the biopic. Okay, and really talking about how, yeah, Madam C.J. Walker was had become kind of as you said, like a face of women's beauty products. But Annie Malone was like she she was pretty much a, a beast in her own right. True, and I don't I, even though they Annie Malone and Madam C J Walker didn't exactly see eye to eye on certain things, I don't know if Annie Malone had the toxic like energy towards her as was depicted in the film. Of course, this is how the family the family of Annie Malone is is saying that. Of course, they don't. You're going to defend your 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 uh ancestor. Sure. But but uh yeah, so again that that was you'll you'll see and, and again, like uh, with some of these biopics, it can be kind of loosely um exaggerated, uh to indicate some things. Now they you were gotta, very you gotta, you gotta pump
0: some theatrics in there. I mean, and I hate to say that, but it's just the name of the game now and I hate that, but you know, yeah. 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 So,
1: but uh, but when you do that you can expect certain vibes of the story to not respond in kind. No question. As a result. You know what I mean? So that's that's going to happen. Um but yeah, I um yeah, I, I think that I think that I think overall it was a it was a good it was a good uh biopic. Absolutely.
0: Um what else you been oh, doing bro? I,
1: um, I finished uh Hip Hop Evolution. Oh goodness, yeah. And um that was good Um, I did see the part that you talked about with T.I. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I think I actually saw that somewhere else. Okay. And I think I had, I I thought it was T.I. trying to get out, but I think T.I. was just wanting more money. Yes. And uh, I just, I think that uh, Mr. L.A. Reed just called his bluff and (laughs) was like, all right, well. I that, just think you called it love.
0: That story was so good, though. <laughs> just the way, just the way well, TI Yes, he, like,
1: Yeah, he, 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 he really sold that story anyway. So yeah. yeah.
0: And I was very yeah. careful to to uh, to kind of end it there when you made those comments last week, uh, just in hope yeah. that you'd watch it and just get a different perspective again. You know, I, I don't I don't know what the truth is. I can just go based on what I see. So, um anyway. But
1: but to me I just don't I always felt like LaFay didn't know what to do with T.I. because he was so different. Yeah. Yeah. He was so different. like he wasn't outcast. Right. So so like Laface had, you know, if you're LaFace, you're approaching every rapper like you would Outkast. Like you saw how they even did Outkast. Right. When they right. first came on the scene, like they wanted them to do a Christmas album. <laughs> right? That's what Players Ball came about. Right, right. Right. So like really like, dude, we you know what I mean? We trying to rap. Like why you want us to do a Christmas album and yeah. we release nothing. Like you already setting us up for the for the dope. So Man, man
0: but no, and, I, right. just,
1: I, I think I think he, I wouldn't have had it. I think he wouldn't have had it happen
0: any other way than how it did. Oh yeah, and and um to echo one of your points, we we don't nearly have enough time to talk about all the the fascinating parts of this uh, multi-part series. But you mentioned uh, Outcast and dude, I, I had you, I think we both have seen the Dungeon Family documentary that um that was on Netflix uh, a couple years ago. Kind of their their standalone mm-hmm. thing and uh, that was a monumental doc in my opinion but man just to uh, a lot of the stuff i knew going in the going into uh hip-hop uh evolution but it's just it, i think it's worth worthy to note that what the dungeon family has done for not just you know the south but for the hip-hop genre in general man and just to just to hear that echoed in hip-hop evolution and Kind of feel that all over again, and just just see everything good that has come out of the dungeon, man. I'm just like, man, this this stuff is like really revolutionary. I mean, for yeah. real, dude. I'm just, I can't shout these guys out enough, man. And oh, you you, you think about a time, you know, in the you know in that period of time where you had Goody coming out, you had uh, Outcast popping. You know, you and I, we we were in our, you know you know late what mid to late teenage years and i don't know about you walker but you know i soaked up a lot of this work uh in terms of music and it's just like this stuff even then i could feel as classic but i can i still find myself now going back and listening to that stuff and i'm like nah dude this stuff is timeless and it all engine, yeah, man.
1: <laughs> and it all puts you back in a time in your life where you remember where you were when you was listening to this, what you were doing. And only classic like music it, can do that.
0: Only classic music. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like there's nothing like you can always remember back how things was, but it's when you listen to certain certain music that even when they got talking about like a thimble like when they talked yeah. about the producers, oh, like man. I remember all the music that Timbaland and, and the Neptunes was putting. Like I remember where I was when I heard grind. Like I remember where I oh. was when I heard some attempt. Like like the, uh, I think it was Socket to Me by Missy. I was Come like, man, Walker. that. You know what I mean? Like you remember where you was, and like I was just getting in the high school like man like i remember like this is a soundtrack of of pivotal moments in my life
0: Dude, listen to me walker the the first time i could operate a vehicle on my own i had a sony disc man with the little the cassette tape ad- adapter and a 1989 <laughs> chevrolet blazer and you want me to you want me to tell you the the project that i fantasized of listening to the first time i was in the car by myself it was Missy Elliott's Super Duper Fly. And I was just like, man, I just remember, nice. I, I remember having that disc, man, and having like so many batteries on deck, right? And I was just like, I'm going to pop this in. Yeah, man. I'm going to let this spin. I'm going to just rock. <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> Glory man, for your boy, you man. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, it really was a super producer yeah, era, man. No like, question. Uh, I, I, again it was a great documentary man and I didn't great realize documentary Teddy was Riley was w- provide the seeds for all these people yeah i knew he did it for uh, the neptune i didn't know cuz I, I knew i knew Pharrell did rum shaker i didn't I, know chad did i didn't too, even know too. that yeah I, I did know that i did know that <sighs> i don't know where i heard that from but i did remember hearing that part of it
0: man my mind I was blown was, watching this dude Cause I was just schooled yeah, on so man. much
1: stuff. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, man. Now uh, they—they were—they were some talented cats. You know who I wish I could have seen in the documentary? Who's that? I was a little disappointed that I that I didn't see this CDs cat, uh, Bone Thugs and Oh, <sighs> Walker. I am disappointed. that if if I could if How I could critique it again. He got he got to sit in front of a lot of hip hop royalty in terms of who he got to talk to. So it's almost kind of like I can't really knock him too hard because he got to get in front of Lil Kim and Puff and Snoop and Dog Pound and all these like exhibits, all these cats. So I I can almost give him a pass, but I was like, dude, like we're not going to talk about. How Bone has like no one has come since come around since then to sound like them.
0: No, no, man. Like
1: you gotta talk about that.
0: This is it, this is genuinely revolutionary hip hop right there. Cause you, right. you you talk you talk again about music that you know exactly where I like like I remember the Bone cassette tape, man. I remember like oh, having man. to get somebody else, had to pay somebody else to get it for me. You know, just like you're right, Walker. But here, here, let me let me offer some hope for you. This is optim- optimistic hope, but um, considering the span in terms of years that hip hop evolution covers, is it safe to
1: assume that it may not be over? Um, probably not. I okay. mean, they've done several seasons of it, so right. I can I can understand them circling back around. True. I was just I was just waiting because you know they dipped all into the night. Right, so I was I was waiting on them to like reach over into the Midwest
0: oh, man.
1: and 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 talk about that, but they 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 hit they hit a lot, they covered a lot, yeah, they covered a lot. Um, but to your really point, truly, there, there wasn't
0: anything Midwest specific. So, hopefully, it was.
1: It, I mean, it but was, I don't I don't feel like Chicago.
0: they had. The, but, but I mean, who did they really? Unless I unless I missed it, I mean, I know Kanye was in that um, that Super Producers episode, but like, what other ones had like a purely Chicago Midwest focus?
1: Um, they mentioned Common, but he was kind of mentioned in the Dilla, right? Dilla was coming up, Jay Dilla yeah. recipe. Um, no, it really wasn't a. It really wasn't a. a It really wasn't a. Um, I mean, because you got a lot of rappers from the Midwest. Yes, a lot that, that I'm not again. even going to even reach them all. Like you had Do or Die.
0: Come on, man! <laughs> Crucial conflict.
1: <laughs> Crucial conflict. Like you had a lot of cats in the Midwest.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, that who who was doing a thing during that time? Twisted. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like <laughs> right, right. I mean, you, even on into now, like you got a lot. You got a a, a lot of cats. Uh, in the Chicago area, who, who's doing a thing?
0: Absolutely, man. So, so, well, here's to hoping that uh, Hip Hop Evolution on their next season gives some more uh, dedicated love to the Midwest because they deserve it, man. They they in here too. So,
1: and I will probably start looking. I'm transitioning. I will probably start checking out All American um, this week,
0: Walker. You know, I've been chomping out the bit to talk to you about this.
1: I've um, been holding out for it. Uh so there's been other things I've been checking out, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I I love the first season so much. Oof. I'm almost tempted to watch it all over again and then run back into the second season.
0: Well, let me, but, tell, you, uh, let me tell you about your boy real quick, if I can. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Go for I'm it. I'm not going to spoil. it I'm just going to tell you the impact it's had on this household. So, um, <laughs> so I've been watching it, and um, I've I've essentially drawn my wife in. And so my wife's been asking me, cause I've ahead and finished season two, but it was about, you know, halfway into season two, you know, um, I didn't, I thought my wife was asleep cause I was watching them at night. She was, she was over there kinda, you know, she had her eye on it. She started asking me questions about it. So I think we're about to go back to season one just so she can get the origins, but she's into it. She's like, no, I like the show. Like what's going to happen after this? And I went and read that, you know, there is season three scheduled to come out on CW in October which you know I guess has to run through CW first before it gets to Netflix but um just considering the way season 2 ended I'm glad that they are or have done to season 3 so anyway th- man th- it was so good I don't know who writes this but my goodness I tip my hat I don't think the acting's the best <laughs> on the show but some kind of reason I stay drawn in I think it's because of the writing so
1: I, it's the it's writing yeah. the acting is not bad it's not bad it's 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 yeah it's not bad but yeah i think it's the storyline and the writing that really is strong whoever they have writing for them uh, they're really good Beast. they're really good yeah because and then, you're go ahead because you make a good point it's one of those because why are we hyping it why we hyping this series up and let me temper y'all expectations it's one of those things to where okay i'm waiting for them i'm waiting for it to get bad yeah Right, yeah. it almost has like it can, it can, it, it can almost go either way, but somehow or another. And I think what it is, they do a good job in writing in terms of when they get to the end of the episode.
0: yes, they, know, they don't to win, end.
1: they don't Yeah, they, the they do something to make you be like, Oh <laughs> snap, I gotta see what happens. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, whoever is doing that, they they got the formula, yeah, they got the, yeah. Oh, so I'm
0: just, so, you, you i check it out. I'm just thankful for Netflix because. I, I don't know if I could consume that on a week in a weekly fashion on CW. Like it, like it comes out originally. I, I, Cause I'm just like, no, 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 I got to get the next one. I, no, 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 I got to get the next one. So anyway, yeah. Uh, can't <laughs> wait to talk about season two with you whenever you, whenever you peep it. So yeah. And, um, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Um, there's another show. Um, I may, I may give you a homework assignment to check out. um, but have you heard of Tiger King? Because it's like number it number one on Netflix. Have you heard of it? You talking about with the crazy dude with the long hair? Um, it could be.
0: Hold on, say the title again. Tiger King. Yeah is it is it about that dude who was in jail and who's just like destined for fame? Yeah, to blame? and he's been like trending yeah. like crazy on social media. He's been memed like crazy.
1: Yeah, dude, that's good. Yeah. It is number one. Have you seen it? I haven't. I'm thinking about watching it this week while wife not at
0: home. I'm not moved to see any part of that.
1: <laughs> why? Why not? <laughs>
0: I mean, I looked at the preview and it was just like this dude. This dude is crazy. This dude deals with tigers. Like, I fam, just...
1: that must be you. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yes. First of all, anyone who who deals with tigers, like you, already are wired different. I want to know what's going on up there.
0: No, and then good. number
1: two, you're in jail? <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's um, a recipe for musty TV, dude. I'll,
0: I'll tell you this, Walker. What are you talking about? Since, since you're talking about it, I got to respect it to a degree. Um, when I get done with Ozark season three, <laughs> I will consider. Which is another TV. Oh, Walker, I am four episodes in. Mm, mm, mm. But um no, when I get done with that, I will consider Tiger or whatever you call this thing.
1: Okay. <laughs> Only all because right. you
0: said something about it, I would not never dreamed you would have mentioned that. So anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it, it's part of my curiosity. Gotcha. I may I may see I may see what's going on. Okay. uh Does this conclude uh Dort, or did you have anything else on on, on your list of topics? No, nah, that's all I got, Walker all right uh well we're all quarantined so don't expect a lot of topics from us guys uh (laughs) you want to wrap it up
0: yeah let's let's wrap it with the um shout outs and player of the week um as we traditionally do in our podcast shouting out those doing great things and throwing a little bit of shade at those doing not so great things um
1: that is the best one you've ever done are you serious walker yeah,
0: you nailed it, man. Okay, because you, you like want you the said, job back. Or? I, well, I wasn't even trying, so um thank you. Okay. Um. Wow, that means you're a you still not you kinda... getting your
1: job back, but you know, I just want to <laughs> let you know
0: this. Uh, I just want to know if you wanted it back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. You want to lead Walker or because because sure. mine are really thin. Like there's there's nothing much to either one of mine. So
1: yeah. Well, guys, I'm keeping it consistent. Um. This month has been women's month and I've been shouting out a a woman each particular time we've been recording. So this is no different as I would like to shout out a particular individual. I think you guys all know her. She goes by the name of Robin Fenty, which we know affectionately as Rihanna. Yes. Yes. Um, Of course we know she is a very talented singer um, has been very successful in the music industry. Who also needs another album? Um, we know how well she's done in the business, uh, in the business sector, in terms of like her new line Fenty, and how she's just been incredibly successful there. Which is probably a big reason why she hasn't been deep in music um, in recent years, uh, because she has a growing empire on that whole side of things. But the reason why I'm shouting this woman out is because of her foundation. Um, you're familiar with the Clara Lionel F- Foundation? Yeah. Uh, this is the first I've ever heard of it. It's a foundation she named after her grandparents. And that foundation or the purpose of that foundation is to help provide a... Um, basically support to like whenever there's there's emergencies across the world and to make uh, strides in terms of providing education for uh, lesser privileged children and so they've been very respons- responsive in recent years to like catastrophes and like hurricanes and uh, whatnot and so recently actually she received a a um NAACP Image Award or recognition for this foundation and the work it's been doing. Um, But recently she, through her foundation, donated $5 million for COVID-19 relief efforts. Oh, wow. And she was also recently praised uh, I think by the mayor of New York by donating personal protective equipment to the state of New York. Maybe I've been the mayor or governor. I can't remember, but but she's been doing a lot of uh, philanthropy on top of being a successful businesswoman, on top of being a dope uh, artist and musician. Um, Just want to shout out Rihanna as uh, my shout out, and uh, she's doing dope things.
0: Nice, nice. We can definitely get some applause there. Um. Walker, we know we're in uh we're in very uh interesting times right now with this uh COVID nineteen pandemic. And um as hard as I try to not shed light on that, I came across a very good initiative that I just kind of want to shed some light on. Um, I know you and I have talked about uh the overwhelming need for a lot of people in our community. Um, in terms of mainly I think I think our focus was on you know mainly the kids uh getting getting proper nourishments and schools have been closed especially the kids who rely on that um so we've seen a lot done in that regard we've seen even more done in terms of feeding the uh the medical professionals who are just giving everything they have and some to help help flatten the curve as the trend says we've seen that these are great efforts but um I want to shout out Walker the Southeastern Food Truck Alliance. So, what they've done recently is, um, you know, again, we know there's needs with the kids. We know there's needs with the medical professionals, but we we haven't seen any major, you know, retailers such as your Target, your WalMarts slow down in terms of um, you know uh, production. And I think a major a major factor to that uh, is or is the uh, or are the truck drivers who are moving products from facility to store. And so um, the what the Southeastern Food Truck Alliance has recently done is they've built up kind of a camp or a station, a, um, a COVID clear camp, as they call it, um, right outside of Clinton on I-65. And what, they, what they're providing is they're, they're getting different wave of food trucks each day to come, park at a location, and have truck drivers come through and get, you know, choose from a variety of meals, you know, because I'm sure a lot of the places they frequent have closed or reduced their efforts uh, because of COVID. And um, one thing I really love about this is a lot of these food trucks coming are not charging tr- truck drivers for their meals. So I think it's very thoughtful and very heartwarming to know that um, the people who are keeping this country going, the people who are, really uh behind uh me being able to go to Publix and get you know 10 chicken breasts to get us through you know whatever uh, are being are being served and are being respected during this trying time so um huge shout out to Southeastern Food Truck Alliance from the tipping point
1: yo alright who's been stupid
0: uh You want me to start this off because I feel like you got a really good one. Mm, I do. You go ahead. Okay, Walker. Let me ask you this before I get into this. Um, Let's say, let's say you're blessed to see your 100th birthday. Um, Knowing what you know now, um, but you you could you could probably think of things you would want to do to celebrate that, and you could probably think of a lot of things that you wouldn't necessarily want to do while celebrating that. Am I correct? Sure. okay well I want to enter Ruth Bryant to the uh, conversation um Ruth Bryant of Roxboro North Carolina uh, recently turned 100 I think as his article states about two weeks ago and wow. um she told her family members that the only thing she wanted to do was go to jail <laughs> so in inciting um inciting her her uh essentially really elongated bucket list of things that she had done during her lifetime. She made mention that she had never been arrested or, or ever had to go to prison. So um, it would have been super player of the week to hear that, um, that um, Miss Ruth, uh, you know, uh, committed, (laughs) committed a crime to send her in jail, but the fine policemen of uh, Roxborough, North Carolina decided, you know what, we're going to, we're going to give this lady her wish we're gonna show up at her birthday party at her at her assisted living uh assisted living site wherever she is and uh we're gonna arrest her we're gonna throw her in the car and we're gonna throw her in prison for a few hours um, so what makes this story very weird and very shocking to me is upon being released after this um imprisonment experience uh Ruth comes out and she talks to the news and she says. Um, I couldn't get any happier after experiencing what I experienced today. So, uh, Ruth, uh, I'm so blessed that you lived to see 100, but I don't really get this. But, you know, I, I do. There are some things that make me happy that don't, probably, you know, people will turn their head at. So who am I to judge you? So um, I'm going to give you a light handed player of the week because this is just really weird. But, um, yeah, Ruth. Uh, let's think of more constructive ways to ring in your 101st birthday, please.
1: <laughs> I have a question. Sure. Is is Ruth as white as the ass between your fingers? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well played, Walker. And yes. <laughs> the only white people do stuff like this. Yeah, dude. The only white really? people do stuff like this. Like, I'm hearing this and I'm like, there's no way he's not white.
0: I'd be perfectly only fine. People- being a hundred years old and knowing that I never went to prison, like that's just one thing I don't want to experience, even if it's in light.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just people like, yeah, man. This on the way home, I saw an unmarked police car uh, on the highway, and I'm thinking to myself, "All right, I got all my stuff on me." Like, right. as a black man, I'm already, I'm already because of the anxiety we face and what we've seen. Yes. I'm already rehearsing mentally in my head what i'm going to do should i get pulled over? right like i'm already having to coach myself through okay you make sure where's your wallet okay it's in my left yeah like so for you to even joke or just make like my wife was my wife was at work uh last week and i think some of her coworkers made a joke about uh getting arrested or something like that and my wife was like yeah not funny yeah Cause it just it just hits different with us. So right. yeah, when you went throughout this whole one, I was like, she has to be white. Yes, absolutely. All right, white and see now. All right, so <laughs> here's some here's some other ridiculous stuff. I, I'm not I can't really say this is white because because I've known I've known black people to do stupid stuff like this too. But um, my player of the week goes out to Margaret Serko. Mm, okay. okay? She is facing, uh, this time she's going to jail, but it's not for play play. She is facing four felonies, including counts of making terroristic or terrorist threats. Okay? Okay. Want to know what she did yet? Let's hear it. This 35-year-old woman walked into Jared's supermarket, a small family-owned grocery store chain in northeastern Pennsylvania, and coughed over produce. Come on, man. She coughed oh, over a meat case and items in the bakery department. Now, she was spreading her germs all over the food. She was allegedly making threats that she was sick and affected with COVID 19. That makes sense, right?
0: Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know why I hadn't thought of that.
1: I mean, hey, I mean, apparently your player of the week didn't think of it either. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, so she. She basically told police that she was playing a twisted, a twisted prank. Well, she is right; it was twisted, and um, unfortunately, you can't do that because Jerry's supermarket had to throw out all of that produce. Man, come on! Think about, dude. think about. I mean, yeah, someone coughed on it. Yeah, you can't keep you that. Got, yeah, whether you have COVID nineteen or not, you don't cough on produce. produce. Right. So now that she's um, played this prank. Um, she's now facing four felony counts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you enjoy jail, basically, Margaret. welcome.
0: um, I'm gonna return the favor with a question here, a-
1: AKA what I what we'll known call her as supermarket Sarah.
0: <laughs> well played, sir. Um, uh, question. Was she white? She's white as the ash on your ankle. Oh wow, that's pretty white. Um, Walker, I, I will ask you this because I thought about this as I was hearing your player of the week, and I thought about the uh the the lady who was doing the um ice cream licking. You remember that? Mm-hmm. So let me yeah. let me ask you a really twisted question, Walker. Um, let you, you got to choose one. You got to consume one. Are you going? I have for, to consume one. Yeah. Are you going for the coughed on produce? Or are you going for the licked ice cream? You got to choose. I one. I have
1: to choose one. Yes. What difference does it make?
0: I'm I'm asking. I mean, what you going for, bro?
1: So starving is not a is not a choice. No. I don't know, dude. I just flip a coin.
0: L- listen, Walker. You you got to choose two of these, or you have to wear on the clouds for the rest of your life.
1: Am <laughs> in mean, on a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me the autocloud cloud. Okay. <laughs> I At really least I have my help.
0: I really expect you to say, "Oh, the bluebell can't be that bad." <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, man. Um, oh, supermarket Sarah. Goodness gracious.
1: Well, uh, that's all I got, man.
0: Walker, um, before we wrap, man, I want to thank you for being so flexible, man. Um, this is this is unorthodox. And to our listeners who are still listening, um, just know that I was very uncomfortable with this format. But uh, Walker is a man that I respect. And as much as I wanted to um, try to debate with him about doing this remotely, I, I had to take a minute and just realize how, um, how thankful I should be. That we have the equipment that allows us to still be productive in this quarantine state, so I'm um, thankful for that, Walker, and I'm thankful for you for um, for really stretching us as a podcast, man. So I appreciate it.
1: No doubt, man. Hey, we're gonna you're gonna have to be doing this eventually, uh, and so yeah, it's, we're growing. We're gonna grow as a podcast, and we're not always gonna be in the same city. Yet we still have to record and do stuff. So yeah, man. Cool. Well, guys, listen, man. Have a great week. Um, enjoy yourself as much as you can at the house. Hopefully we gave you enough content to stream and listen to while you're sitting at home. Hopefully, if, if, if you're if you have to go into work, be safe. Um, yeah. I know some people still work jobs that require you to be amongst people. Practice social distancing, protect yourself, wear gloves, masks if need be and uh stay safe out there guys you got anything else yet you can close this out
0: that's it um again i echo walker sent sentiments thank you for listening stay safe out there this is the tipping point podcast